Welcome to this week's edition of Leading with Confidence. My name is Confidence Lime and I'm your host. This program is proudly powered by the Williams Lime Foundation and the foundation's mission is enabling education in Africa. This week, I'd like us to talk on a topic I've titled Creating Harmony Within Teams. Harmony is one of the most important elements in music. The online dictionary defines harmony as the combination of simultaneously sounded musical notes to produce a pleasing effect. Essentially, it is the coming together of different sounds to produce beautiful music. Where there is no harmony, there is discord. In an orchestra, you have different people who play different instruments and they must combine their sounds in such a way that it creates beautiful, harmonious music. This is true for organizations as well. You have people with different talents who must work together in a harmonious manner. Some organizations are able to achieve this harmony and create beautiful music, whereas others aren't able to and instead of producing music, they end up producing noise. They operate in dysfunction and their results reflect their lack of harmony. One of the leader's primary objectives is to make sure that harmony is achieved within the team and the organization. There may be talented people in the organization, there may be you know, tools and resources, but if the leader doesn't conduct and coordinate them, there will be no harmony. Is there harmony in the organization? Is there a level of connectedness that allows for and creates congruency and flow? One of the synonyms for harmony is the word agreement. Only when the individual musicians understand one another and they are in agreement can there be true flow. When each individual understands their role, understands the vision, and are playing the instrument they are most competent in, then there can be true harmony. When there is agreement, there is singularity of vision and purpose. Agreement means we are all singing from the same hymn book and we are all dancing to the same tune. The different sounds, different talents within the organization must come into agreement or else, rather than music, there will be a producing of just noise. There will be disharmony and people will become agitated and disgruntled within the organization. Clients and customers will not want to have dealings with the organization because nobody wants to listen to an orchestra that is just making noise. Audiences want to hear beautiful music. When the people within an organization don't see eye to eye and don't have systems and channels which help create and encourage harmony within the organization, then noise becomes what the organization produces. When issues are left hanging in the air and concerns are ignored and frustrations of the individuals within the organization are not confronted and addressed, then it creates an atmosphere where noise will thrive. It creates frustrated teams who operate in a mode of unease and agitation. It creates a culture of conflict and it all leads to noise, noise and more noise, no harmony. As a leader, you must listen to the sound produced by the organization or team you lead. Listen carefully and decipher whether it is noise that is being produced or whether it is beautiful music. You must always remember that the musicians and instruments that are producing noise have the capacity and potential to produce beautiful music, and you must step in to ensure that this potential is unearthed. Like a good conductor, you must guide, direct, and lead the ensemble and help elevate them to greater standards. As a conductor, you can complain about the fact that your orchestral team seems to be producing noise or you can commit yourself and change what is being produced. Great leaders are able to take what seems to be a weak noise-producing team 
and turn them into a world-class orchestra that creates magnificent pieces of music. Be able to take a sales team that is underperforming, give them the tools and inspiration they need, and then watch as they begin turning the tide. The leader's caliber echoes through the music that the team produces. When teams and organizations are producing desirable results, it is often an indication of strong leadership. Such leaders are able to get their teams to tune in to the same frequency so that they begin working together effectively. They are able to connect with those they lead, help them connect with one another and ultimately create harmony and produce great results. It's important to know that we've spoken here about maintaining harmony as it pertains to the internal environment of an organization. In today's world, disruption as a result of technology, politics and other factors has become the norm. These factors can create a sense of disharmony in the workplace. They also have the ability to cause panic and disharmony within organizations and the marketplace in general. When you have teams that work harmoniously together within the organization, it creates an environment that is able to anticipate and handle external changes in a much better way. Whereas organizations and teams that operate in disharmony are likely to be rocked hard by external fluctuations. Know when to give a solo. Many leadership and organizational development books cite teamwork as one of the cornerstones of successful organizations. My opinion is no different. However, I do believe that there are instances where, as a leader, you need to harness the talent and skill of specific individuals and let them loose upon the stage. In the orchestral sphere, this is called a solo. When a particular musician does a solo, they are given complete ownership of the stage. They are given supreme reign over the moment and the audience. This can be quite intimidating for a musician and it can create some pressure. It is a bit like bearing your nakedness before the world as there aren't any other instruments and musicians to cover your blemishes and your imperfections. This is where, where one person becomes an entire ensemble, where the individual is the sum total. As daunting as it can seem, it's also a great opportunity for the particular musician to showcase their individual excellence. The spotlight shines on them and them alone as they play their particular instrument of choice, whether it be a violin, a piano, a harp, and so forth. In the context of the organization, there are certain times and instances where you must give solo performances. Perhaps there's an individual on your team who exhibits certain talents and a good level of hunger. You can give such an individual certain tasks that will require them to leverage their talent and hunger and allow them to achieve great feats. If the individual is great at pitching for business and selling, perhaps there are certain clients that you can encourage them to go after and hunt for new business for the organization. If the individual is an awesome writer, perhaps you can give them the opportunity of crafting communication on behalf of the organization. When you give people the platform to perform solos, you enable them to develop their gifts and you help them increase the value of their natural attributes. Teamwork and individual pursuits of achievement are not mutually exclusive. They are interlinked and it is the leader's job to bring congruency between the two. For example, if someone has performed well in an individual feat, their success should be viewed and celebrated as the team's success. The individual contribution and triumph should be highlighted, but the victory should be cited as a team victory. Them being elevated should elevate the entire team. Because you are dealing with human beings, there may arise instances of jealousy and envy from certain team members. 
this comes with the territory. However, you should position the individual's achievement as a cause for motivation rather than a cause for jealousy and agitation amongst the team. Again, it's vitally important that all individual achievements be cited as achievements for the team so that even as individuals you know, achieve great things, the collective team remains the primary focus. The team should never be sacrificed for the individual because in truth, all truly great feats require the collective. Even the individual achievements have elements of collective inputs. The magnificent soloist who gives a world-class performance seems to be doing it all by themselves. But if you go a little deeper, you realize that along with them, on that particular stage, there are many other people. If you look closely enough, you will see the teacher who spent hours upon hours helping him or her play that well and to teach them that level of excellence. You will see the parent who supported them, the hero who inspired them, and the friend who encouraged them. So, even as you make room for individual achievement, continue to magnify the team more than you praise the individual. By so doing, you will also be teaching the individual to appreciate the role that other players have played in their individual achievements. The conductor's conduct. Much of the team's performance is dependent on how the conductor conducts themselves. The conductor's conduct is often the factor that decides whether the team dances to the merry tune of success or wobble and waddle in the sad melody of failure. A leader that behaves in a way that demotivates his or her team will lead the team to failure. A leader that treats those that they lead with disdain and disrespect will crush morale and trample upon the ambitions and potential of those that he or she leads. Yes, the leader's behavior impacts everything. What does everything mean? Well, it means that everything. All that you see around the world, whether good or bad, is a result of decisions taken by leaders. If the economy is doing well, it means there are business and political leaders who have made decisions to effect a positive economic swing. If there is poverty and multitudes of people are suffering black and are destitute, it means there are leaders who made decisions that brought about that situation. When communities go up in arms and they protest and complain about service delivery, this outcome can be traced back to certain decisions made by certain leaders. When there is financial mismanagement, physical or emotional abuse and misconduct of all types, it can be traced back to leadership. When a community, country or organization has leaders who are determined to live not merely for themselves but rather for those that they are mandated to serve, they will conduct themselves in a manner that will bring about the success and prosperity of those they lead. When leaders are no longer driven by ego but by compassion, they will make decisions that have real and true benefits for the people. Leadership is the biggest problem and the biggest solution that the world has. If we can get leaders conducting themselves in the right way, the world will go in the right direction. Leaders are the heads of all spheres in society. It is the head that directs the body. And when the head decides to jump into a cold river, the whole body shivers. The consequences of bad decisions made by leaders affect not just those leaders. They especially affect those that are led by those leaders. Just think of how many people lose their jobs when an organization is embroiled in a financial scandal and has to close shop as a result of bad decisions made by the executive. Just think of the psychological damage and abuse that takes place in homes when parents abandon their kids. The decisions taken by the head affects the body. 
What will your conduct be? Will you conduct yourself in a manner that creates positive change in your sphere and in the world? Or will your conduct cause disharmony in the world? Will you conduct yourself in a manner that inspires those you lead and propels them to discover their innate potential? Or will you crush and belittle those that you lead? Will you listen to and respect those you lead and create ripples that promote a culture of respect and compassion within your particular sphere? Ultimately, the conductor's conduct should be like that of an electrical conductor. He or she must transfer power and become an energizing force that promotes progression. When leaders do their work well, there will be light in the world, things will work, there will be production, there will be good results. Just like the music conductor who, through their attitude and their mannerisms, feeds the orchestra with an energy that charges them and sets them in the you know, musical motion, you as a leader have the responsibility of sparking the greatness within those that you lead. Endeavor to elevate those you lead to higher levels. Endeavor to make an honorable, positive impact on them. Become the type of leader that the world can point to and say, yes, there are still great leaders in the world. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to Leading with Confidence. Cheers.